Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Ken's Auto Detailing, Route 11, and Cicero. If you're in and around central New York, make sure you grab all of those holiday gift cards for your friends and family. Man, I'll tell you what, you bring your car there, your van, your truck, your motorcycle, your boat, whatever it is, you get the chrome coating or maybe an inside-outside detail or maybe both. Yeah, I'd suggest the final one. You literally leave the parking lot like you have a brand new car. Ken's Auto Detailing, the official detail house of the ML Sports Platter. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, Camillus Golf Club, and our great friend Courtney over at Maple Downs Senior Living Community. Get your loved one into a safe, secure environment this holiday season and into 2024. Call Courtney Direct. They're on East Genesee Street in Fayetteville, 315-496-66. That's 315-400-9666. Cable is included. They've got a game room. They've got awesome uh, uh, meals that are included. They have uh, uh, a ton of entertainment at the facility. And, of course, 24-7 care uh, if you need it, it's not assisted living, but if you need to hire that aid care, they can uh, provide that for you in addition to the price as well. The meals are delicious, gourmet. They're made right on site. Uh, again, a lot of stuff going on. Movie room, game room, entertainment provided, arts and crafts. It's all there, cable included. It's a great place to be. Maple Down Senior Living Community. Go give my friend Courtney a call today. So I'm going to combine it. Holidays, it's been a little crazy. Um, we're going to, th- I think I've only done this one other time though. So it's okay. I'm going to recap the week that was in the NFL and the week to come. Now, you're going to hear this uh, after Saints-Rams. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Uh, also, I wanted to make a quick show, a programming note. Um, I'm not going to do this next season. Um, you know, you kind of change the ways and you kind of, you know, see what works, what doesn't work, what people want more of, and what I think makes more sense as well, right? I mean, we're constantly evolving every day uh, in this diluted podcast world, right? So uh, I'm going to get rid of the recaps and get rid of the previews, and I'm going to kind of take a deep dive into games specifically, right? Because a lot of these games, the last six, seven, eight weeks of the year are just, you know, Dolphins, Jets, Falcons, I mean, I know there's playoff implications here and there, but think about all the games that happened this past week and are going to happen this week and have happened the last several weeks where we've had, you know, a couple win teams going up against each other, right? Like it, it just, some of those games are just, I mean, what are you going to say about it other than, well, they did this, they did that, and they jockeyed for draft position, right? Like that's kind of how it is. Now, this time of year also provides way more than half of the league playoff implication-wise, but I, I figured I'd do a deep dive into either solo games or even do two or three at a time and go from there. So having said that, week 15 in the NFL, we go all the way back and the Chargers just flat out quit on Thursday night football, losing 63 to 21. Think about this. They lost three to nothing, the Raiders did, setting a franchise record later, scoring 63 points. And yeah, I had Aiden O'Connell on my fantasy bench. Great. It was between him or Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter plays against Carolina and Desmond Ritter doesn't show up. That's another reason why fantasy is so freaking maddening. But my God, I mean, short fields and turnovers and lack of focus and quitting. And I, I mean, you name it, the Chargers did it. Raiders, 63-21 winners over the Chargers. Bengals, 27-24 winners over the Vikings. This was one of many games that had playoff implications across the board. And the loser just completely blew it. I mean, Minnesota is up 17-3 to going into the fourth quarter. 
and they allow 21 points on the board for the Bengals. They scored seven themselves, and then they lose in overtime. There were a million opportunities to win this game for Minnesota. I I just don't understand what's going on. The secondary continues to be a problem. What a play by Higgins, though, in the corner to catch it, balance, gymnastic-type style, lean over, score it. One of the best plays you'll see all year, and Jake Browning continues to deliver for the Cincinnati Bengals. The Colts beat the Steelers 30-13. The Steelers are absolutely horrendous. I said it last week. I think it's time to go for Mike Tomlin. The Colts, though, firmly in playoff position at 8-6, and and you can't say enough about the establishment of Garner Minshew in this offense. They trust him when it matters. He moves the chains. He gets the most out of a depleted supporting cast. He's got injuries across the board. Pittman Jr., for the most part, has been great this year. He's now banged up a little bit. This Colts team has fought adversity like crazy, and I think Shane Steichen is the 1A to the 1 Kevin Stefanski of Cleveland for Coach of the Year. Detroit, 42-17 winners over Denver. This was just a game you kind of expected. Denver, they were kind of walking the tightrope. They got lucky in Buffalo. They won a bunch of games in a row. You're like, but how good are they? They're 7 Well, they got demolished in Detroit. Jared Goff, Gibbs, Amon Ross St. Brown. This is more like it, man. Five touchdown passes from Jared Goff. Defense was stifling. This is the Lion team we know. Now, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender because I don't trust that secondary. And again, in spots, they really struggle to get off the field in third down. But this offense, when they're humming, God, are they fun to watch. Detroit rolls Denver 42-17. to They are 10-4 and on the year. Chiefs 27-17 over the Patriots. No way in hell I thought, despite the struggles of Kansas City recently, that they were going to lose this game. Patrick Mahomes still did throw two awful interceptions in this game, but... It was enough across the board. More defense from the Chiefs getting it done. They take out New England in Foxborough. Browns, 20-17 winners over the Bears. Again, not one, not five, not 10, not 15, but 20 probably opportunities for the Bears to get this thing done. They blow it, and the Browns come all the way back in the fourth quarter. 13 points they score, and Miles Garrett, there's just no way to explain it. This team, Miles Garrett was out for a little stretch. They're on, you know, what? Their fourth starting quarterback with Joe Flacco. They have had four or five offensive linemen missing over and over and over again. The job Kevin Stefanski is done. Oh, Nick Chubb was out for the year as well this season. They only had 29 yards on the ground, and this is a running offense. Luckily, Joe Flacco's playing like the Joe Flacco when he came out of Delaware and won a Super Bowl with Baltimore. Now, I know he he threw three picks and they were god-awful, but he won it in the end. He made enough plays. And he had 374 yards, two touchdowns, one each to Cooper and Njoko. Njoko. These Browns are really something to see, and they're 9-5. And and don't look now, they're 7-1 at home. You get a dog-pound game in the playoffs, I don't want to go there. I really don't. And you can tell there's an extra level of energy in Cleveland right now with those fans. The Browns are 9-5 with their win over the Bears, 7-1 again, as I mentioned at home. Buccaneers win over the Packers 34-20. to Baker Mayfield has played really good. I would run it back with him next year. Why? You can draft a quarterback. You can develop that quarterback. He can actually learn from a Baker who's now a little bit more grown up in the league. And oh, by the way, that division blows. You can win that division now for a couple of years with Baker Mayfield. No doubt. And the Buccaneers are right there to do it this year at 7-7. Seven seven. Four touchdowns, 381 yards, and the Buccaneers keep pace in the South by beating Green Bay 34-20. to You can't say enough about Godwin in this game. White ran it all over the place. Tampa Bay has monster offensive weapons, which has helped Baker Mayfield. Godwin, Moore, Evans, White. These guys are all over the field. They're speed guys. They can take it to the house every time they touch it. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, yeah, they're 500. 
Nice position if you're a Bucks fan. Texans 19-16 over the Titans. Stop me if you've heard this before. The loser blew the game. Oh, my God. The Titans had a million opportunities to win this game. They also blew the lead. I know it wasn't a huge one, but for God's sakes, you're up 13-3 at the half. No C.J. Stroud. And they let Case Keenum go down the field a few times. And 13 points given right back in the second half. And then the Texans win it in overtime. Both offenses were brutal. What won this game, though, was the D'Amico Ryan's Game planning of the defense, I mean, they were all over, all over the Titans in this game. They were stuffing Derrick Henry. They were frustrating Will Levis. They were all over the place in this game to the tune of seven sacks, two and a half for Greenland, one and a half for Collins. This uh, Texans defense is not going away anytime soon. They get C.J. Stroud back, I believe, this week. So away we go with Houston. They stay in the playoff picture with a win over the Titans. Dolphins wrecked the Jets 30 to nothing. Nothing to say here other than the Jets defense has been on the field all season long. They're too tired to hang in with an offense like Miami. Saints 24-6 winners over the New York football Giants. Saints continue to be in the playoff picture. Panthers 9-7 winners over the Falcons. What a joke. For the Atlanta Falcons, this should cook them mentally and physically. Rams 28-20 over the Commanders. Stafford, Matthew Stafford, if you are not watching him throw the football right now, please tune in. Oh my goodness, what a player he has been all year. Williams running the ball all over the place. And don't look now, coaching, coaching, coaching matters. Sean McVay has them at 7-7. Seven and seven. The Rams rise in the playoff race with a win over Washington. The 49ers continue to be the locomotive with six straight wins, they route the Cardinals 45-29. Christian McCaffrey getting loose on the left side, catching a bomb, getting in the end zone. No problem. McBride now 100 yards uh, for, for Arizona wasn't enough, right? You look at McBride and you're like, wow, that was a really great game. 10 catches, 102 yards. And then you're going, yeah, but <laughs> did you see Samuel, McCaffrey, Ayuk, Kittle? I mean, it's, it's a joke. I mean, the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan humming through defenses making pro defenses look like they should be in Pop Warner. And Brock Purdy, for all you haters, you're crazy. Don't give me the whole, well, he has weapons coaching, but so did Montana. And I'm not calling him Joe Montana. But this is how this works. You have to do your part, and then if the rest of the stuff is in place too, you look a lot better. Duh, you have help. But if you weren't doing your part, those guys also wouldn't look as good. It's a two-way street. Brock Purdy's doing his part. He has help. That's how team football works. That's how elite quarterback play works. I'm not saying he's elite yet, but he's playing as an elite guy this second. Would I give him $400 million? Not yet. But my God, Brock Purdy's working. Brock Purdy is working. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, Welch and Company Jewelers, and Bowers and Company CPAs. We move to Orchard Park, 3110. The Bills dismantled the Dallas Cowboys in every way, shape, and form. And James Cook was absolutely unleashed. Over 200 yards through the air and on the ground combined. He was absolutely outstanding in this game. He's the ultimate X-Factor now for Buffalo. The ultimate Swiss Army knife. Stephon Diggs has got to start learning how to catch the ball. Josh Allen, the cape only had to be put on a couple of times. He did have a really nice throw to, to, to Diggs, which was a one-hander. And the defense just swarmed Dak Prescott, and they shut down Pollard. And when you shut down Pollard and, and, and really get in Dak's head early in a game, he just cannot get going. That is the bottom line. And Buffalo just dominated on both sides of the football. I kind of agree with Colin Cowherd when he said, you know, look, Josh Allen, when he gets a ground game and he gets this kind of help, You want him to put the Superman cape on because he's just too talented, but you don't want him to do it 20 to 25 times a game. If you ask him to do it four to six, five to seven, sure. And 
my God, did Buffalo roll Dallas. Oh, baby. And the offensive line, I think this is the best offensive line McDermott and Bean have put together for Josh Allen. I really do. From left to right, when you look at Dawkins, McGovern, you look at Mitch Morris, you look at Osiris Torrance and Spencer Brown, they are punishing defenses this year. Uh, in big games and certainly did so against Dallas and oh by the way neutralized that Micah Parsons fellow Ravens 23-7 winners over the Jaguars big time performance on the road I don't know what's going on with the Jags but their offense has looked awful the last few weeks and they're using Travis ATN totally wrong shotgun hey here's a little quick delayed draw and then oh get out the oh hang on let me just quickly throw a screenplay to you for two yards while the pocket breaks down that is not how you use Travis Etienne. You need to design screens. You need to do things for him, and they're not doing it. And Trevor Lawrence is really looking shaky. Lamar Jackson, unstoppable. Ravens, best team in the AFC right now. I'd say they're the second best team in the NFL behind San Francisco. Eagles blow it in Seattle. What in the world happened? Ten fourth quarter points for the Seattle Seahawks. And let's face it, Seattle had the ball. So many opportunities, by the way, for the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts playing hurt. Here's the few things that are going on. Jalen Hurts playing hurt and not looking as strong as he did last year. Shane Steichen, the offensive coordinator, is not there anymore. That affects an offense big time in terms of rhythm, timing, etc. Philadelphia took too long to get going to run the ball. I know they had 178 yards running, but it took too long in terms of how they established their offense without a doubt. The secondary, terrible. They can't tackle. They're bad in space. They're bad on third down. It's all these things that I've talked about. The back seven is so bad. They don't play with physicality. And Seattle did all the things that we saw them do in the beginning of the year before they hit this little snide before they just beat Philadelphia. And I got news for you. I got news for you. Philadelphia might be in a little bit of trouble here. They really might be. And they got the ball back and they went down in about two minutes, 92 yards, 10 plays. Philadelphia just got it rammed down their throat. And a Jigba, Smith and Jigba catches a 29-yarder, and that wins it for the Seattle Seahawks. And what a huge game. Drew Locke, unbelievable. No Geno Smith in this game, but it was Pete Carroll. It was coaching. It was home football. The 12th man, Seattle, gets it done. And they are firmly in the playoff race at 7-7, and 5-2 at home. Again, don't let them play a home game either. So there you have it. That was week 15 in the NFL. I'm going to preview week 16 next on the platter. All brought to you by... The Allen Angus Pub, Ken's Auto Detailing, Barts and Rec Doggy Daycare, and Elevate Fitness of Syracuse. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning. Make sure you go with Brian today at advisors.massmutual.com. Week 16, here we go. You're going to hear this after Saints-Rams. I think the Rams roll the Saints. I don't like the way the Saints are playing on defense. A lot of missed assignments. And you got Stafford, Williams, and Nakua rolling as a trio right now. I got to be honest with you. If the Rams get into the playoffs and they make noise, uh, I won't be surprised because Sean McVay is a hell of a coach. And I think Matt Stafford right now, I, I'm not saying he's the MVP, but I think he should be in the conversation after you get you know four or five guys deep. I really do. He's playing that well. Same with Nakua, same with Williams, really. I mean, all these guys are just dominating. I mean, this Nakua story is unbelievable. Rams 38-20. to Let's take them over the Saints. Bengals at Pittsburgh Steelers. Big game here. Bengals are favored by 2.5. By the way, the Rams are favored by 4 against the Saints. And no Jamar Chase in this game. How long does the Jake Browning magic last? I think Pittsburgh wins this game. I think they win a rock fight. And boy, do the Buffalo Bills and some other teams need them to win. I'm going to go 17-13. Man, this is a tough game to pick. But Pittsburgh's home. I think rock fight. 
Tomlin behind, you know, uh, the eight ball. People are doubting him, right? Backs against the wall. This is a perfect Pittsburgh game. December, late, cold, home. I'm going to go with it. Actually, it's going to be 48 in Pittsburgh. Might as well wear shorts. Wear your swim trunks. No shirts. Pittsburgh wins at 17-13. No Jamar Chase for Cincy. In this one, the Bills on a short week go to L.A. to play the Chargers. This one is on Peacock because, of course, it is. And, again, momentum. Got to keep it going. No Justin Herbert in this one for the L.A. Chargers. Got to have a strong start if you're the Bills. Pound the Chargers. Right? Leave no doubt. Get a big lead in the third quarter. Rest your starters. That's what you hope. But I think this game's going to be a little bit closer than Bills fans think. I know a lot of people, oh, Bills are the hottest team. They're the best team in football, even though they're not in playoffs and they're on a roll and nobody wants to be. Okay, we got to calm down here. One game at a time. Still got to win this game. I'm going to go Bills, but I'm going to go closer than people think with a 31-24 to win in LA. They're favored by 12. I think that line is ridiculous. Patriots are at the Broncos. Denver, home team. Yes, I think there's friction. Sean Payton, Russell Wilson. Don't be surprised to see Sean Payton try to move on from Russell Wilson. There's a lot of friction there. And if you listen to big national people who have an in with Denver, the Mark Schlereth, the Colin Cowherds, yeah, I don't know. But I think Denver wins this game just because the Patriots are so bad. 17-13, Broncos win it. Colts are at the Falcons. Falcons are broken. It's that simple. I don't care how many injuries the Colts have. Their offense, Garner Minshew, they're going to figure it out. Shane Steichen, 30-20, to they beat the Falcons in this game. Seahawks are at the Titans. This is a tough game for Seattle, man. Cross country, a lot of emotion beating Philadelphia. I think they're going to win, but I think it's close. I think it's defensive. Give me Seattle 22-17 in this football game. Lions go into Minnesota, divisional game. We're starting to get into a lot of these, right? And uh, they matter a lot. And weird things happen in division games, man. Weird things happen in division games. But I trust Goff, Montgomery, Amon Ra. Let's go. Detroit Lions, baby. Hopefully Eminem is singing 8 Mile after this game, and I'm going to go Detroit, and I'm going to go Detroit huge. I think they put 41 on the board and beat Minnesota 41-24. But again, the Lions have to clean up the back seven if they want to contend to to, to make it out of the NFC. I just don't know how anybody right now is going to beat San Francisco. A lot of football left to play, still the playoffs, but good grief. Washington at the Jets, the Commanders at the Jets. Yeah, give me the Jets at home 10-7. to that's all I'm going to say about this game. By the way, the Jets are favored by three. Detroit favored by three and a half. Seattle favored by three. Falcons favored by a point. Denver favored by seven. I missed all the lines for all you betting people out there, which I don't do because I think it's dangerous trying to be a good boy. Green Bay favored by five in Carolina. I mean, really? Green Bay's got to win this game, although Carolina beat Atlanta last week. So I think this will be a close game. I really do. Jordan Love, you got to play your best. 24 to 16, Green Bay gets it done. Cleveland at the Houston Texans, one of the biggest games in the AFC playoff picture. And I think Cleveland wins this game. Uh, I, all signs point towards C.J. Stroud being back. This is a road game for Cleveland, but I don't know. I think with Miles Garrett in there, I think their defense does enough. This is a wicked defensive game. I think both teams are going to bring tons of pressure. It's about what quarterback makes one less mistake. Flacco, Stroud, red zone offense, turnovers, field position, penalties, all the things that matter in a game where teams are so darn close in the standings and just by by the look of them. But I'm going to take Joe, I'm riding the Joe Flacco magic carpet ride, baby. I'm going to go Cleveland in this game, 21-20 on a late field goal. Jaguars at Buccaneers. One team looks broken to me. One team looks like they can't move the ball. And the other team looks the complete opposite with more momentum with Baker Mayfield and better offensive weapons. 
And right now, I like Tampa Bay. I like them at home. I like Baker. I like their weapons. Mike Evans, Godwin, let's go. Give me the bucks, man. Pirate ship all the way, baby. Shoot those cannons. 28-24. to 24. They beat the Jaguars. The Bears host the Cardinals. Again, condolences to those who have to cover. I'll take the home team by default, 16-13. to 13. Cowboys at Dolphins. Are you kidding me with the ratings that this game is going to get on Sunday, 425 Wow, Burkhardt and Olsen, yeah, baby. Give me everything and anything here. You got two teams that are really vying for, I think, a spot to kind of prove it to people, right? I mean, Miami, people still don't think they're that good. Dallas loses to good to great to elite teams in the NFL. They can't beat the best of the best. They're going on the road, and I don't trust Dallas in this spot. I don't trust their secondary against big-time offensive weapons. I'm going to go Miami, despite the fact that Tyree Kill little banged up and all the rest. I'm going to go Miami at home. Mostert, Tua, I'm taking them. By the way, have you seen, anybody paid attention to Raheem Mostert and his numbers this year? I mean, seriously. He has 20 touchdowns from scrimmage. 18 on the ground and two through the air. Wow. Wow. Remember when everybody left him for dead and then he kind of rediscovered himself in San Fran and now look at him. Pretty impressive. He's going to get 1,000 yards on the season. He has 20 touchdowns. 20. Miami 34 to 31 in a shootout at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. And then Monday night football, of course, we have a triple header because why not? It's Christmas Day. I'm good with two games, but you know what? They're spaced out, so I guess that's okay. CBS Fox and then ABC. Raiders at Chiefs. Chiefs roll big time at home. Mahomes and company turn it around. He has a huge day. Kelsey, huge day. Chiefs defense, huge day. They roll them. They roll them. 31 to 13. Chiefs win it at home over the Raiders. Again, though, watch out. Division games get weird. Giants at Eagles. I think the Eagles roll. I think they figure some things out this week. Wicked adversity for this club. They got to figure some things out, man. They should have lost to the Bills. Now they've gone on this stretch. Dallas, you know, roll them. The Bills roll. Uh, the the uh, uh, the Bills should have beaten them. The Cowboys rolled them. And then the Seahawks came back in the fourth quarter is what I meant to say. Time for the Eagles to win. Again, though, division games get weird. Chiefs favored by 10, a little high, but I am I think they blow it out of the water against the Raiders. Philadelphia favored by 12. I think they blow it out of the water against the Giants, despite weird things happening in division games. Give me the Eagles in this football game. I'm going to go 37-20. And then the game of the week, the two best teams in football face off in San Francisco. Ravens at the 49ers. Give me star power, baby. Purdy, Lamar, Christian McCaffrey, Odell, Ayuk, Samuel, Kittle. Yeah, baby. Let's go. But I think the Niners are the best team in football. And this is going to be about all those things I talked about when teams are so evenly matched. I, you know, the Ravens are 6-1 and one at home. They've only lost three games this year. 5-1 and one at home are the 49ers. When you get to the point where you're 11-3, and three, it really doesn't matter if Mike Lindsley announces your home and away records because most of your, you know, games have been wins. The flock comes into San Fran. The 49er defense, do they have a spy on Lamar? I can't wait to see how they defend him. How does Baltimore defend San Fran? Do you blitz him a ton and leave guys wide open one-on-one? Maybe, maybe not. Do you mix it up? I can't wait for this game. This is absurd that we get this on Christmas Day at night. The ratings for this should be 30 to 35 million minimum across the country because the holiday, football, everything that goes into our sport, 49ers win it by one score. 20 7 to 20.
And there you have it, week 16 in the NFL preview. It's all brought to you by CH Insurance, always in your corner every day, every way. Find out your insurance plan today at chinsurance.cc. And thanks to Bonnet Sales and Service, Welch and Company Jewelers, and Rosie's Corner. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. Have an insurance question but can't get anyone on the phone? Call CH Insurance. We're a local agency right here in your community working to deliver the best property and casualty coverage with five-star service. We're here 24-7 to answer coverage questions and help with your claims. The CH team has been excellent to work with and went above and beyond to help my recent college grad get the insurance she needed for her new car and apartment within her budget. CH Insurance, in your corner, every day, every way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.